crazy, stupid Good morrow, you voluptuous velociraptors. Good morrow. Yes. Shut up. Okay. Welcome back to Cinejoust. This is episode eight. And we are talking about crazy, stupid love. <laughs> I am your host, Sam Donnelly, joined, as always, by the indie fiend, Callum Simpson. Buongiorno. And the man who, well, let's be honest, he's just here. Hi. It's Brad Headley. That insult probably hurt the most out of saying my father left me and all the other ones you've did. Well, that's it's... like um, if you go to a pub. Oh and you see the locals and the, the regulars sat at the end of the bar. And you can tell the bar staff don't even like them. And they just maybe they're wearing crash helmets as well because they've been through some trauma. And some, and, car- and some cardigans. And some cardigans. They'll be there from 10 till 10 every day, smoking out the back with a uh, Canadian tuxedo on. And just, just enjoying themselves. And Brad strikes me as one of them. He'll, he'll, he'll tap his glass on the bar when he wants another drink. And everyone will be like, I ah, fucking hate that little bitch down the end of the bar. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what he is to the podcast. Hello. Welcome, Brad. He's crying. Wow. I'm hurt all over. I mean, you know we don't, don't, just don't, don't mean it. it. Uh, I think we should point out last week was a bit of a change of pace. <laughs> to say the least, yeah. Uh, we spoke about the film for five minutes, but uh, we can assume you we're back. I said assume we had the... And again, um, we can assume... In- we can <laughs> assure you. We can make you confident in the knowledge that... <laughs> We're back on form this week. Yeah, that's us. We're, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, Callum, pondering questions. Yeah? Yeah, go for it. Are you going to go oh. to someone else, Sam? Nah. No, oh, fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, this week is, as a child, think back to the dark old days, who was your first celebrity crush? Ooh. Oh, Good dear. question. Do you mind telling us yours just while we're thinking? Yeah, mine was um, from the, I believe it was the fourth generation of Blue Peter within my era. It was Zoe Salmon, the Northern Irish Blue Peter presenter who's done nothing before, nothing since. Right. But she really done the job for me. Mine was the other Blue Peter presenter. I cannot remember her name, the blonde one. Zoe Salmon, isn't it? I don't think it's Zoe Salmon. Hang on, we're getting. We're oh, getting the the the, the Hel- Helen one. Helen Skelton. Helen, Helen Skelton. She wasn't up on my agenda at all. Yeah, well, I well, could see it. Well, thanks, Sam. Um, there she is. Look, Zoe Salmon on the screen for you. There, we'll put her in the in the grid this week. <laughs> Go and have a look. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think um, like it sounds super weird, but I think a lot of mine were animated characters growing Ooh, up. He's a hentai man. I'm a hentai. No. I grew out of the, the habit. We are joined uh, by the hentai fiend. <laughs> the hentai fiend, Sam. Don't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, who? We're talking like Kim Possible? No, not necessarily Kim Possible. I think there was a... The sh- Chipettes? <laughs> I don't like that nervous that's laugh. Not, no, that's not... That's computer animated. There's a difference, man. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, sorry, sorry. You nerd. Oh, God. Um, no, I don't remember any of the names. I do, but I'm just not willing to say them. Um, ben 10 but the older <laughs> is because that would be weird <laughs> what do you mean it would be weird like I was a kid oh, it's um, actually I'm, that's, that sounds like I'm admitting it um, <laughs> nah. name and shame go on um, I can't remember the name of the show it was like uh, it was like called Spy Girls or something like that Ooh, Spy uh, Girls yeah. let's get that up let's get that up again that'll go in the grid if indeed it exists <laughs> Spy Girls yeah, totally spies. Oh wow, which one was your favourite? It might have been the the red one. <laughs> oh god, what is that? It's not even a good animation. It's not it? great. No, uh, no, I'm looking at it. This is the first time I've seen it in like 15 years. <laughs> well, there's your girlfriend. Yeah, not for long. <laughs> Just breaking oh, up with um, her. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whatever your name is, Gwendoline. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually, yeah. <clears throat> How, how's how's our last couple of days been? 
been a busy one. Busy. It's B- been very really busy. busy. I've seen you two like every day this yeah. week. All day, it feels like. Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, we've watched Crazy Stupid Love. We've started filming on Blue Christmas, directed by yours truly. Not yours truly. It's not yours truly. I'm yours truly. Yeah, by Callum, yeah, Simpson. Callum Simpson's directing it. Sam's on camera, and I'm uh, holding a boom. Oh, yeah, that sounds like you're selling me short. I'm the director of photography. <laughs> what can I say? Sound, man. Um... He's just there. Like, like um, shit on the topic, when you tell people, usually distant relatives such as cousins and things at family gatherings, or indeed people who are not necessarily related to you, uh, oh, you're at university, yeah. Oh, uh, what, what, what you're doing? Like engineer? It's going to be a scaffolder level three in VQ. <laughs> no, actually, funny you should say, I'm doing film. You are. Well, uh, you know the things that you watch. When you're waiting for your wife to get back from cheating on you. <laughs> you know, like Arthur Christmas and uh, the Ali G movie, things like that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to make some of them. Oh, right, yeah. And then you have an awkward silence for a bit and you just stare at each other with a pint in your hand and he goes, So you're going to be like directing porn and that? <laughs> no, no, I'm not, no. Like, is that an actual conversation you've had? Yeah, I'm, well, that was going to be the question. Like, does, does that ever happen to you? Um, well, they never asked me if I'm doing porn. Um, because they know. Um, <laughs> no, uh, they um, there is usually like a oh so uh, so what are you studying? I was like oh I'm 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 studying film, uh, and they're like oh so you're one of those people? I was like yeah I am. Uh, I think it must be a cultural divide based on where we're from. You know you must be more middle class and conservative, and then the working class. As soon as people put a camera in someone's face, they think you have to get the cock out. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean like the amount of times that we've had like like we've been filming out in public this week mm. and every so often like i mean we had like skaters in the background of one of the of when we were, where we were filming and yeah they were hurling obscenities at us mate uh, it was when we were filming outside your place and like the ki- two kids walked up and like oh are you filming for like a christmas tv ad and we're like they were definitely no. not kids they were in at least in oh, their well, 30s okay and then <laughs> they just screamed out sad bastards <laughs> so welcome to the northeast welcome something. to the northeast they don't understand the arts Maybe that's why we don't get the funding because everyone's a wanker. And that's why that's why jumping off the point that you made a couple episodes ago, there's no film in the northeast that's made that doesn't ha- isn't about like poor people just mm. trying to get by. Exactly. You're doing it to yourself, northeast. Start supporting us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right then. No one sent me a picture of the dad's penis yet. <laughs> Still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean. You don't have to. I mean, may- maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree and maybe all the listeners are estranged from the fathers, you know. Um, you say anything, I'll break your legs. I can only apologise if if, uh, if that's what's going on. and I, I can only apologise if bringing all of this up has uh, brought back some horrible memories for you of when um, you went down the stairs and you you seen your dad in the shed. And he, he was crying and he had a screwdriver sticking out the end of his penis and you were like, Dad, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just, uh, just fixing some parts, son. Go back in the house. And then he pulled the screwdriver out and he took the eggs out the fridge and he uh, took a carton of orange juice and he just shot them all in the in his big big old rucksack, smashed the picture of you, your mum and yourself and him when they were all kids and then took off, never to be seen again, only leaving bad memories, left you isolated at school and uh, hated by your peers because you had no male authority figure or indeed role model in your life. God, Jesus. Oh. Oh, I wasn't speaking from experience. I have a good relationship with my father, so suck it. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, right. Should we get into movie it? Time. Let's get into the movie. So cr- Let's get in the Crazy Stupid Love. Anyway, so yeah, Crazy Stupid Love. Do you want to give us a breakdown of the synopsis? So this was my pick. Again, as we stressed, it wasn't. It's not necessarily an indie, but it's Callum's pick, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> crazy, stupid love. What a cast! First of all, mm-hmm. great eclectic mix. So, it's it's basically a film about, I would say, crazy, stupid love. What? I know. Um, so, Steve Carell, main character, seems to be enjoying his life, but really floundering, just coasting. And in the opening scenes, his wife decides to leave him. Because she's been cheating on him with Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. David um, Lindhagen. 
David Lindhagen. <laughs> so, uh, Steve Carell's response to this is to jump out of a car. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil the big one. No, no. Because I feel like, I know we do spoilers every episode, but I feel like there's no point watching the film if we spoil the big one if you haven't seen it yet. So, we'll, yeah, that's you, you know yeah, what I'm talking fair. about, we'll keep that's that fair. one out of it. Yeah, yeah. So we meet a lot of different characters and then somehow all of the stories are linked. So Ryan Gosling's a ladies' man. Emma Stone is in a shit relationship and she's trying to uh, get herself back out there, I suppose, with a sassy friend who I quite enjoyed. I enjoyed her. Uh, Julianne Moore is married to Steve Carell, but not for long. But will they get back together? Only time will tell. Kevin Bacon's the man in the middle. Um, They have a babysitter when they go out, Steve Carell, for his two kids. And she is in love with Steve Carell, but Steve Carell's son is in love with her. It's uh, it's very complex, uh, timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly. Um, and it's just kind of batshit insane. Yeah, but it's fantastic. Yeah, um, it is very good. A lot of twists and turns. As I said, we've left the biggest one out, so you will be flawed. Your pants will be on the ground, your anus will be clenched. And you will not understand what is happening before your eyes. I know, like, we're usually like, oh, well, I mean, we said it for the lobster. Like, go see the lobster, because we give it 30 out of 30. Go see this film just for the twist, I yeah. think. I mean... Well, twist. It, you know what? Like, I... Because I really... I, I do enjoy the odd uh, rom-com. Mm. Uh, like, it's it, it just it's just an, a pleasant... A pleasantry. A pleasant, a pleasant genre to mm. just get into. If to, done correctly. I'm yeah, not if a whole done correctly. fan of rom-coms, to be honest. You're not a fan? No, so this film took me by shock. Is that because mm. you've never known love? Yes. Okay. People expect you to be fine, but you're, you're just not really fine. You just have to accept it. And Is that meant to be Katy Perry? That was god-awful. From the pair... You two are usually good at impressions. Sorry, that was both um, shit. Matt... My teen pop sensations aren't really up to scratch. I'd say a teen. She's nearly 40 now. <laughs> bon appetit, baby. Um, bon appetit, baby. But yeah, just like talking about the individual elements of it, like I really liked like pretty much all of the performances. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Solid cast. Like Steve, Steve Carell is reliably entertaining and aloof. As always. Uh, yeah. And uh, well, let's go into Ryan Gosling. Coolest man on the planet, isn't he? He, um, it felt a bit too much in the sense of obviously no man in the world is actually like the way Ryan Gosling was perceived in this film, but it worked and Ryan Gosling pulled it off and it was a hilarious character involved in some great sequences in the relationship. Oh, yeah, what I didn't point out, he takes Steve Carell under his wing after he splits up with his wife. Under his ring. Hmm. Under his ring. Um, so you get a lot of comedic elements coming from the the karate kid dynamic mm-hmm. of Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell, and it's it's really good to watch. Mm-hmm. And then the big twist comes. But uh, Ryan Gosling, uh, some people say plays himself and everything. I think he was very... Um not himself in this movie because he doesn't really like I've seen him in interviews and stuff like that he doesn't really come across the same way that he does like, yeah. in this yeah. movie uh, I, I would agree like uh, I, I don't agree with the critics the haters who say Ryan Gosling plays the same thing and everything he's um, so, I mean it's I don't think it's Ryan Gosling and First Man I think that's like that's Neil Armstrong that's <laughs> Neil Armstrong from yeah. the dead yeah I didn't play Neil Armstrong Neil Armstrong came back <laughs> A quote from no, him. that's what uh, along the lines of what Jim Carrey said when you played Andy Kaufman, isn't it, Samuel? Yeah, it is. Oh dear. Uh, Love Jim Carrey. Here I come to say. So, should we should we go around? Yeah, go on then. Bradley. Oh, I was going to ask you to start off because it is your film. That's, uh, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was uh, the first time. So, I, I believe I was in Italy, right? And I watched it on a foreign channel. Obviously, sure. We're not getting the BBC over there. <laughs> um. And I, I remember I tuned in about 15 minutes into the film, so I missed out some of the establishing points. Like we're getting a divorce. Yeah. So when the last scene comes around and all of these people end up coming together, there's, it's, it's like there's more surprise. So my advice to you would be skip the first 15 minutes and then the, the end scene will mean more to you. <laughs> but At the same time, watch the whole movie. Yeah. It's really well acted all the way through. You know, it's a great cast, really... Uh, like I think they've all won major awards, not necessarily Oscars, but they've all yeah, they're they've reclaimed. All been, they've all I think 
I feel like they've all been nominated mm. in some capacity, uh, like especially the main four. Yeah. Um, the cinematography mm-hmm. was, I would say, visionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a lot of like unique and never things that I personally have never seen before that got done in this film, and it was all smooth, clean, sleek. Yeah. It, it played well into the editing of yeah. the movie because, like, there's a like talking about like one of the shots. I feel like I know which one you're talking about. It's the one where it's right after Steve Carell's like you know regained his manhood mm. and uh, he's going around that bar and it's like you're seeing a tracking shot of you know this camera's just going around the bar, but it's, like in every different angle you see Steve Carell talking to a different woman. It's quite a yeah. interesting way of showing the passage of time. I thought. Yeah. It reminded me of. Uh, have you seen the other guys with uh, no. Will Ferrell? Have you seen the Will other Ferrell, guys? Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. You know oh, the, the other. Sh- yeah, I thought you meant Nice Guys with oh. uh, Ryan Gosling. No. I have seen the other guys. Uh, you know you should the watch bit, Nice Guys. You know the bit when they're in the bar and they're getting really drunk, and like the camera does a similar motion. It like goes around the bar and it shows them in different places and shows a passage of time. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really effective in both movies. It's I mean, quite a thought-provoking way, I think, yeah. to do it because it it's makes good. you think what how much time's passing. Like, yeah. It's yeah. not really a, a set thing. And it's, it's also one of those things because it's, it's interesting because, like, I mean, we were talking about Reservoir Dogs last week and we were saying, like, you know, we could uh, like we knew just how all the different filmmaking techniques were utilised, you know, how mm. they managed to pull off different shots. With this one... I'm not entirely yeah. sure. Was, I mean, because it was seamless. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could definitely read up on it. Yeah. I haven't, but you, I could definitely read up on seeing, like, you know, how was this shot accomplished? Um, but I kind of like, I kind of like not knowing. Mm. But at the same time, I kind of want to be able to use that, uh, like, later on down the line. Yeah. There so. was oh, there was some fantastic shots. Um, it was really inventive. I thought, um, especially for something like a, a studio production like this and the the type of film that it was. It's never really an in an inspired sort of thing is it a mm-hmm. rom-com mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah this very was, generic this definitely yeah. wasn't uh, by the books yeah it definitely stood out as i think it brought something new to the genre absolutely i would agree um, uh i think like rom-coms you can only really go one way with them like it, 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 some films are just like repeats of others hmm. like and some then, yeah some films like only uh talk like touch on like one facet that yeah. this movie does but this movie touches on like all facets mm. of well at least a lot of different aspects of love all of them are crazy most of them are stupid but yeah. they are all love because in some form or another. a scene that i absolutely loved was uh after i think it's the parents evening mm-hmm. and uh steve Carell and jennifer moore is it jennifer julian julia moore sorry they're going to the uh parents office uh, the teacher's office and it's Marissa Tomei, yeah. one of the women who Stephen Stephen Jesus Christ these what names are not Come on, Bradley names. Jesus. Steve Carell has just uh, done the business with recently. Recently, yeah. and it's just that entire scene. And then when they go outside, Julianne Moore and Steve Carell have a bit of an argument, and it starts raining. And then his mm-hmm. quote is, "What a cliche!" I just think <laughs> that's genius. But I actually really like that scene because it was um, like I'll be honest, with you, I'm not a huge I'm not a huge fan of Julianne Moore usually yeah um but this movie like i really did was i was really like no i actually i, I bought i bought into it mm. um and i bought into the relationship between uh julianne moore and steve carell like you could tell it was like a wet weird down relationship that they would and at a certain point they just kind of gave up but they they still they still did love each other yeah and like that scene where they where he admits that he has been uh sleeping around you know just trying to and like you know he says it's uh, I just needed to know if I could move on mm. I was like oh bless you bless you Steve poor Steve so it it, it is heartfelt and I and there's a there was actually a lot of scenes in this movie where I was like no like that scene where um Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling they're about to have sex but they just end up talking all night just yeah. about different things I thought that was lovely it was um shot very sensually that wasn't it the, oh, yeah. the dirty dancing lift and yeah. wow yeah you were really uh, it got me a flutter <laughs> you you were really uncomfortable you said it was like watching uh, watching sex with your parents no that was Brad that was me oh yeah, yeah. Isn't... I was not uncomfortable oh I wasn't uncomfortable either it was just but I kept was... looking at you yeah you sat there me and, me and Sam were just like watching as you do normally and yeah. then Brad was watching us which I thought was odd <laughs> well not just because it's your, your two favourite I'm saying your two favourite actors it's not but it's two people two from La La Land. Uh, Bradley, thoughts and feelings? Try not to touch on things we've already said. Uh, well, 
it, just this film is it's really good for what it is like it's a new take on the rom-com genre uh, genre come and, on vocal exercises bradley oh, it's god it's it's been crispy candy cupcakes <laughs> it's been a very talk heavy week so my throat's a bit I, I don't know if you can hear it, it's a bit dry but um yeah it's i mean i've said and you're the I'm only one a, with you're the only one with a drink in i know i've got my mcdonald's product placement <laughs> got product placement anyway uh, I mean, I've said I'm not a fan of rom-coms. Like, I, I just don't really. Because you're dead inside. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, I know one rom-com that I do enjoy is just go with it with Adam Sandler. Oh right, this is one of Brad's top five films. Yeah. Would you say? Would you say even even closer to the top? Top three? No. Top five films of all no. time. Just go top with ten. it. Starring Adam Sandler <laughs> is one of his favourites. In the around approximately 108 years of cinema. This is what he has picked out of the thousands, if not millions, of films that have been made in that time as one of his favourites. Just go with it with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. Anyway, Brad, back to you. I'm going to make you look like a bit of a knob now, because if you let me finish my point, that is no longer in the top ten, because this oh. is jumped in. Because this film oh. is just exceptional. But all that means is it's just gone down to 11. So the motion carries... <laughs> still 11 that's pretty good it, yeah it, it shouldn't be there <laughs> anyway top, um, top 11 like in your top 11 movies of all like, time in Adam Sandler movie it's a guilty pleasure Sam oh, I the cobbler I, like, I mean cobbler shit because oh, I'm not a fan of Adam Sandler like in Sandman <laughs> like the only good movies he's made recently are the Hotel Transylvania movies <laughs> oh bless him yeah that's because he's not really playing himself. He's playing another character, and he's got the animation to support mm. him. He's got a new one coming out, Uncut Gems. He's, he sports a goatee and a black leather jacket. He's basically playing Nicolas Cage by the looks of it. Yeah, d- yeah, I thought that, especially with the aviators, you mm. couldn't tell it was a different person. But he's been getting rave reviews, apparently. Yeah. He could be in line for an Oscar nomination. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I mean... Good for you, I suppose. The Sandman. I did enjoy Click. I love the concept of Click. But I, even as a child when I saw it, I didn't enjoy the fact that Adam Sandler was the star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could have been done much better. We still talking about Adam Sandler? Or? Yeah, we'll take it off now. Um, Samuel. Yep. Thoughts and feelings. I just, I really enjoyed this movie. It's just, it like I said, it's just, it was just lovely. Mm. Um, there were some parts of it that were, I don't know, maybe a bit too. Um, Racy, or was it like the vavavoom? No, no, like just a bit like uh ooh, I don't know if you should go there, especially with the uh, the son and the babysitter. Dynamic. Yeah, that was problematic. I'm I'm just unsure how this film got a twelve. Like it is only a twelve. I'm I I, I mean, there's no you... nudity. There's very little uh like bad no, language. No, but the babysitter and thirteen year old thingy dynamic. She's seventeen and he's thirteen. That's a bit. She's definitely not seventeen. She's uh, not a predator. She no. She just gives him some. Nudes. Printed out nudes, yeah, for his graduation, what? which, I mean, every child's dream, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It, but it, it was uh, just problematic in the sense that, like, it, it, like it was, I, like, it, it's not illegal, it's not immoral, but it is a little bit just... It is immoral. It's just, no, it's not. It, anyway, what's next? Um, so, like, talking about, um, like the different uh, facet because like I said I think this this does have like a, a bit of like an umbrella reach as in mm. like it has a it, it reaches a broad aspect and I feel like any I feel like nearly anybody who watches this movie could relate to one dynamic or yeah. another um, like if you've if you've been in love or if if even if it's just like a crush or if it's um, like a breakup or if it's anything like that you can relate to this movie in mm. some way and I don't know it 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 warms the cockles of my heart that Ooh. there was uh the, there was a, a positive message in the end yeah um true love prevails yeah even though I don't know if I believe that yeah it's Hollywood baby yeah I mean it's sensationalized and all that stuff but like I said it's not it's it's more or less harmless hmm good fun yeah it's a great film Shall we get into some F's and S's? F's and S's, F's and F's, S's, F's and F's, S's, yeah, ah, oh, fuck it. Facts and stats, facts and stats, 
Faction starts with Callum Simpson. I Considering think... I fucked it up last week, I wanted to come back with a corker. Hola, como esta? Hermanos. Uh, so yeah, the Faction starts. Give it. Me llamo to... Callum. <laughs> <sighs> wow. I got a D in Spanish. Yeah. <coughs> so. I failed my French. We're back, but I remembered I forgot to get up our uh, director of photography. Here he comes. So, we will start with, as always, The Figures, box office for this film, <laughs> um, with a budget of 1,160,425,000,000 Vietnamese dong. <laughs> Crazy stupid love. Oh, that's $50 million if uh, to you and me. Yep. <laughs> it grossed worldwide 145 million. So that's about $51,197. So that's at least like 3 trillion US uh, Vietnam oh, at least, Vietnamese dong. At least 3 trillion. So, you know, um it's basically a cash cow in Vietnam. <laughs> I kind of want to go to Vietnam if like now learning what the currency's like over there. Yeah, we'd be, as, as, we'd be considered kings. I mean, <laughs> like I'm living on the students uh living on the student um budget as of right now i feel like i'd be way better off if i went to <laughs> vietnam uh one thing i did like about this film uh steve carell is named after me cal, cal. yeah has anybody actually called you cal in your life uh, yes a lot of people still do <laughs> just because uh, you you two aren't hip don't yeah i'm never gonna call you cal i don't I want you to that. that's all right then because you never fucking get me i'd prefer it if you never spoke to me <laughs> so the directors of this film I'll give you one Fuck each you. Uh, do you want to try this one Sam uh, yeah sure Glenn Fakara and Brad Aaron Headley oh god John Rekiwa Rekiwa I believe it's John Rekwa uh. Glenn Fakara John Rekwa they're um, very pally yeah and they've done the same shit together and they, they haven't really done a lot at all, which is surprising when you consider how good the film was. But, uh, so yeah, they did Crazy Stupid Love. I do, I, like, I've heard of I Love You, Philip Morris. Yeah. I've heard of uh, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Um, they, but, like, my, I think the most notable thing that they've done recently is um, This Is Us. They've done a couple of episodes this of that. Us, yeah. uh, they've got a Wiley Coyote feature coming out as well. And Which they wrote, Brad Aaron Headley, they wrote an untitled Joker and Harley Quinn project that's coming up. That's I don't, I, No, I think that's been cancelled. And yeah. they also wrote Bad Santa. Yeah. Oh, and they wrote Cats and Dogs. Oh, and The Wild Thornberries. They wrote an episode. Um, yeah. So that's them, boys. Uh, Dan Fogelman, the writer, which I feel is the man who needs the real credit here. Yeah. For the story that he came up with. It was absolutely sensational. Started his career with a short Shit Happens. Of course, no one's seen it. Uh, and then he got himself deep into the uh, animated world. He wrote Cars. And then Fred Claus. I know that's not animated. Bolt. I'm just working my way up. Bolt with Miley Cyrus. Uh, <laughs> and John Travolta. Tangles with uh, Shazam. And Cars 2. So, um, and then, of course, Crazy Stupid Love. Last Vegas. With all film. of the boys. I like and he's places. he's written a couple of episodes of This Is Us. So. so they all float in similar circles, it seems. Yeah. Into the actors, Steve Carell, the, the main man, the Mac Daddy of this film, um, of course, speaks for himself. We all know what Steve Carell's done. You you know at least, like, 15 movies. Like, for you listening, you know at least 15 movies that he's been in and stuff like that. But, like, he is... He's got quite... Quite a resume. Quite a resume. Uh, Evan Almighty, of course. Over the Hedge, he played Hammy. That might be one that people aren't aware of. Yeah. Of course, Anchorman. I love Lamp. He, he played Gru in Despicable Me. He did. Was that, was that, a, was no, that a Gru uh, impression? All right, let me try, um, try Gru. Um, next, we are going to steal the moon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Oh. Dear. In 2014, he played the dad in Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, which was heavily promoted, but largely panned. And it should be noted that he did he, he did recently go into a bit of a uh, more dramatic sense of things. Like, so yeah. Crazy Stupid Love is more is more of a rom com, but he uh, he kind of he kind of hit a new niche when yeah, he yeah uh, sniffing did, Oscars now, isn't he? When he uh, when, yeah, when he did Foxcatcher, when he played John Dupont, like yeah. based on a real guy, real psychopath. Uh, who murdered somebody? 
and then he also has been doing things like the big short mm-hmm. uh, cafe society which is a sensational film by the problematic director woody allen but uh <laughs> oh god oh god get me to manhattan oh god diane oh god larry larry this is the last cup of coffee <laughs> Uh, yeah, has anyone seen Cafe Society? No. Woody Al- what do you think of Woody Allen? Um, can you separate the art from the artist? Absolutely you can. People yeah. need to sort this out. People do that with Michael Jackson. Exactly. And Michael Jackson's a paedophile. Yeah. Allegedly. But yeah. So you can't get me for defamation because I said allegedly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he did. Allegedly. Allegedly. He, but he had sex with a lot of children. Allegedly. allegedly. He definitely did it. Allegedly. <laughs> Right, see you later. <laughs> but people love him, and I don't understand the, the brainwash behind... I can get behind Michael Jackson, who clearly had a lot of mental problems. He was basically a child all the way through his life, I assume because some deep-rooted things. He didn't really have a childhood because he'd been famous since the age of about eight. Yeah. But the the way he acted was really weird and off-putting. Have you seen that interview where he climbed a tree? Yeah, the, that's, that's what I was weird. thinking about when he climbed a tree. Do you want to come up here and uh, play with me? And it's also that that uh, infamous, infamous video of him hanging his child out a window. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Problematic. Yeah. So anyway, um, do you want to get on to Julianne Moore? Yeah. Julie, 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 come to your window. That's a bit of take that for you there. You like them, don't you, Brad? Don't, don't you, Bradley? <laughs> You're a Awesome. One of his favourite bands, and I went. Oh, it's not my favourite band. I said, "Oh, Brad, is that because it's, a, it's like his top eleventh band it's of all time?" It's not my top eleven. I said to him, "Oh, Brad, is that because uh, you like your mum really likes to take that?" He went, "No, my mum doesn't like to take that." So off his own back, this boy likes to take that. You heard it. Here I like first. some of their songs, yeah, but I'm so, not, I don't actively go out and listen to take on. that. Julianne was Maybe. in the Lost World, Jurassic Park. Of course, she was. Yeah. Um, Boogie Nights, The Big Lebowski. Kingsman 2. Psycho the Reboot. Psycho the Reboot, the the often forgotten. She uh, played uh, ha- uh, Clary Starling in the uh, Hannibal sequel, I think. She played herself in the Naked Brothers Band, the movie. Do you remember the Naked Brothers Band from Nickelodeon? No. Uh, no. In the words oh, of yeah, the yeah, Naked yeah. Brothers Band, long-distance relationships will kill you. <laughs> wow. Uh, she was in Children of Men. Um, she hasn't really done... An exceptional amount of big stuff, considering no. how famous she is. Yeah, um, I mean, like I said, not a biggest fan of her, so um, good. She was also in the reboot of Carrie, which I quite enjoyed. She was a, she, she played a proper bitch in that. She really was she the mom? She was the yeah, she was digging her nails into her legs. Oh, it was mm. oh, it was great. great uh, performance. She was in the Hunger Games, the last two. Uh, Still, Alice that got her a lot of. Uh, praise and nominations. I remember that back in the day, 2014. She was in Kingsman, The Golden Circle. She played quite a nice villain in that. She's quite... Well, when she wants to, I think she's she like quite, a, quite a good cannibal villain. or something like that? Uh, she's not a cannibal. She's just a bit of a psychopath. Right. And she, she, ma- she plays... Poppy. Joy Mother oh. Trucker in the upcoming joint. Mother Trucker. I imagine she plays the lead with a last name such as that. Mm. Or at least the mum. But yeah, it's, um, it's not really a Impressive massive city. resume for... Mm-hmm. Julianne, I'm so, I, I have no idea how she's got as big as she has from that. Uh, and then, of course, coming into... Bom, 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 bom. At this point, we're probably going to have to pay for this. Yeah. Bom, 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 bom. Callum's boyfriend. If only you were toned Man lover. Ryan Gosling, the, the man of the hour. Of course, he was in the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse as a child uh, with Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. Well, well, well. Stop that. saying that, it's mine. <laughs> Well, you've not said it. Well, so. doesn't mean you can say it, you little fucker. Brian <laughs> uh, I mean, Gosling is probably my favourite actor. He's been in a lot of, uh, lot, a lot of romance things, but it, going through the list of stuff he's done, it's basically uh, a list of like some of some of the definitely some things that are in my top fifty. Mm-hmm. So we've got Lars and the Real Girl, Blue Valentine, The Ides of March. Uh, only God forgives the big short, the nice guys, la la land, ah, boom 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 boom. But yeah, um, it, like he he's um he's good pals with uh, Nicholas Winden Refn, who directed yeah. Drive and uh, Only God Forgives. Mm. Um, uh, and like yeah, he 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 does he he's, it seems like he doesn't have like um, I don't know a niche 
per se. Like as in, it's, there's no, there isn't a genre he won't like yeah. dip his toes in. I feel like he has a niche in the sense of he has several niches. Mm. So he, he's got the stuff he does with um, like the drive stuff and like all all of that. That's he's more do- art house. Yeah, but he's done about three or four that all stylistically are all quite similar. Mm. I'd put that as one of his niches. Then he's got the 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 big risk takers such as La La Land and Blue Valentine, you know, like the spins on mm-hmm. on classics, I suppose you could say. He's got that niche and then he's got the straight out romance rom com. He's like he's very multifaceted. And he's also like he's dipped his toes in sci fi. He was in uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which is which I loved. Uh, he was in Nice Guys. I loved him in Nice Guys. He's like he is so good. I've been uh, meaning to watch that for about two years now. And I, I still like hide. I I own it. Um, yeah. I think he's I, a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's touch on Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Um, quite surprised when I go back. Actually, she was in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody for one episode. Mm-hmm. And she was also in iCarly in two thousand and twelve. Wow. Yeah. I think, yeah, because I saw a, a YouTube video, like when I was scrolling through YouTube videos, one of those thumbnails, it was like, T- top 10 celebrities you completely forgot were in iCarly, even though I never watched iCarly. <laughs> I loved iCarly. Never seen it. Uh, but yeah, so like she's she's got like, she's um, in the past like 10 years or so, like I've, I think ever since she was in The Amazing Spider-Man, she's been getting a lot more mm. uh, bigger. The uh, Super Bad was a big break, wasn't it? Yeah. The Super Bad was Or was it Easy A? Easy Easy maybe, yeah. yeah. Oh, Zombieland was even before that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah, super bad. Super bad. Jules. Followed by The House Bunny, followed mm. by Zombieland, followed by Easy A. Friends of Benefits. That she wasn't major. I've never that. seen that. I've just saw it on your list. Uh, yeah, so... She was brilliant in The Favourite. Super bad was the, I know we've mentioned it a lot, one. but she was brilliant in The Favourite. But the, the thing that really took her from uh, actress to acting royalty... Was of course the the seminal hit that was La La Land, because <laughs> she's gone on to do a lot more art housey stuff since then. She's doing a sequel to Zombieland. Yet to see that. She, I've seen it. Good. Right. Good. It's better. Right. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it's better. I think it's pretty much on par. Mm. Uh, which you know, for a sequel to do it, mm. good. Good on you. Absolutely. Um, the cinematographer of this film, as always, we like to mention the men behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of stuff. Um, the Bodyguard. He was director of photography on the and Whitney Houston. I, um, oh, I, I thought you meant the TV show. We'll always love you. See, this is where um, Brad's Brad's knowledge stretches back about six months. It seems. <laughs> the I Bodyguard. Honestly, his mind goes to that terrible BBC drama. I've never seen it. I just instantly thought of that with Richard Mann. I'll be honest with you, I thought I was half expecting you to say uh, the one like Hitman's Bodyguard with Ryan uh, Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. No, I never <laughs> talk about that. Uh, he also was DOP for Hitch. That makes sense, actually. That, that makes a load one? of sense, yeah. Um, there's there's very similar um, style to mm. the camera work in that. Yeah, I feel like maybe all of the, the shots and things that are included in this probably didn't have much say from the director mm. i feel like he's a man who very much works off his own back and he probably thought about the vast vast majority of the things that were included i mean considering this uh, cinematographer has more um like under his belt compared to any of the two directors i mm. feel like he might have had more to say about yeah it. he might have had more authority in that regard he directed them yeah Oof. so life as we know it crazy stupid love the perks of being a wallflower Endless love. Lady in a van. Bridget Jones's baby. Um, Ithaca. <laughs> Red nosed the actually. He was DOP on. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, he's. There's another Cinderella coming out. Another one. Is there? It's like DJ Khaled. Another one. Who's it? Who's Starring Adina Menzel and Camille. Ooh, Camila Cavill. Hello. Hello. That's gonna be. I didn't even know there was a new one coming out. Why do they feel the need to remake Cinderella every six months? Wasn't there just like an one with Lily James? Yeah, about and Richard yeah. Madden, Four the bodyguard. Years ago. Yeah, not even that. I wouldn't say. Yeah. Well, it'll be less than that. Hmm. What's the point? Ratings. Ratings. Yeah, yeah. let's get into ratings. Callum. Uh, yeah, you, go, you can go first, Callum. Um, I'm gonna review this as the the first time I saw it. Because I feel like, with everything, especially as we proved with Reservoir Dogs last week, it becomes less of an impact as the more times you see it. But, to take me back to the first time I saw it, this was quite the mind-blowing experience. It was a revolution for me at the early stage of my film viewing career. Um, 
I can only say good things about this. It was well acted. It's shot beautifully. Um, there's a lot of fantastic mise-en-scene. Ooh. Mm. Uh, Which is French for anything that's in the shot. Yeah. Setting the scene, I believe, is the yeah. translation or something like that. Sorry, sorry, Kelly, you. if I've uh, got that wrong. It's the first thing I learned at college. <laughs> I believe it's setting the scene. I'll stay in the good books. Um, it's just a fantastic film that's so rewatchable, and it's something that, um, as as I've picked a lot of like uh, metaphor-heavy films the past few weeks, I feel like this one is one for you know just. Maybe you're on a little date, or maybe you're just uh, meeting it's up with it's friends. A, it's a great date movie. Yeah, it's something uh, to put on for people who aren't really film buffs, but mm-hmm. they do love a good film. You know, it, it's a crowd pleaser, mm. but it's also a technical masterpiece, I'd say. Um, it's faultless. Yeah. And everyone loves a twist, everyone loves a turn. I feel like there should be more films like this. So, I feel like, I feel like you think I'm too lenient with my ratings because of what I'm going to give it. But I'm just picking a lot of my favourite films. Ten out of ten from Callum Simpson. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fair. Um, so? I just I just had a Google uh, mise en scène. It's a noun for the arrangement of the scenery, props, etc., on the stage of a theatrical pre- production or on the set of a film. But what's its translation? Uh, Isn't it like what's in the scene or something? I believe French it. for putting on stage. Oh, oh on stage. never mind. I, well, Miss Thompson will be disappointed in me. Yeah, Mr. Dixon. Sorry, Kelly. I'm sure you told me it was set in the scene. So who's to blame here? Donnelly, what's your rating? Oh, um... Nice, lovely chap. Yeah, all right. Um, so, like I said, I, I really uh, enjoyed this movie. It was a, it was a lovely uh, movie with uh, with a heartwarming but yet realistic somewhat message. Um, uh, uh, like, an, and, some, and somewhat of a realistic depiction on love, especially on the ones that they focus more on. Um, and it's, it's more or less harmless. I mean, like we said, there is... A little bit of a problematic element to it, but that doesn't really compromise my enjoyment of the movie. Um, and but yeah, it, it was just lovely. And there, I, like I did find a, a a bit of a funny thing when I was looking at uh, the dynamic between uh, Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell because that's basically Callum and Brad. <laughs> well, I, I, well, I'm Steve Carell, of course. Of course. Um, I, I don't understand why I even felt the need to express that um, <laughs> just in case the listeners thought the other way around yeah <laughs> take no, one good look didn't. at us um, and yeah um, I, you can tell I could tell that um, Callum watched this in his uh, early in his years of development because uh, he definitely uh, encapsulates uh, the Ryan Gosling demeanour hey I don't I don't uh, I, I, re- I reject that statement <laughs> I, I only saw it for the first time about two years ago and I was already smooth daddy cool at that point <laughs> Um, but yeah I mean like I said it's harmless it's it's lovely it's enjoyable it's funny it's uh, it's surprising in a lot of aspects it's well shot it's uh, but um, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say I'd give it a 10 out of 10 I don't think it's a I respect that yeah it's just it's um, it just it, it, it does fantastically at what it's trying to do but mm. it doesn't try to do a whole lot it just tries to tell this little thing and it does it really well so i'll give it i'll give it um an eight out of ten Ooh. that's all right the seven i feel would have been harsh yeah oh yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't go that low uh bradley right well before on the podcast i think i've kind of given my written slight written away uh i did say this film was now in my top ten so it's it's high up column it's high up is it number 10? Well, you'll see in a few seconds. Okay. So you said, can't remember what episode, you were given your favourite films and the heavy hitters. Yeah. Right. I am then going to say to you, right you are, because I'm not even going to jump into why I think it's this. I'm just going to hit you with it. This film's a 10 out of 10 for me. Wow, wow, wow. This nice film is exceptional. I did not see the twists coming. It's, I don't think we've mentioned it. It's genuinely hilarious. Mm. Like, it's absolutely yeah. hilarious. I was, like, one point, I was basically crying. Yeah, I don't crying. think we did touch on that, actually. Yeah. I think I said it a little bit uh, it's, when I was giving the rain. Honestly, so, yeah. it's fucking hilarious. It is like, funny. There's, you don't get a comedy like that nowadays. And I have stated, I'm not a fan of rom-coms, but this was brilliant. Like, it really was good. And this twist, you, the big twist, you definitely do not see coming. Mm. You said you did, and I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> because it's 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 not a hint of that in the slightest. It's just brilliant. 
So yeah. Well, I mean, it was kind of given away from the fact that Callum said uh, all of the stories do converge at some point, and I was like, how does that connect? And I was like, yeah. But yeah, ten out of ten. So twenty-eight um, out of thirty. Uh, Brad's really liked my picks the past few weeks. <laughs> if it's, so, good it's almost as if he just needs a, a good education. Yeah. In film. So how many of the ones I've shown you on the podcast would are now in your top ten? Lobster, crazy stupid love. Mother. Mother's in top ten. Ah, uh, well, it's bridging on. Hmm. Uh, it's not on it's, top ten. It's sorry. the same level as just go with it, starring Adam Sandler, Jennifer <laughs> yeah. Aniston. But Crazy Stupid Love and 11. The Lobster are in top ten. Wow, look at that! Yeah, it's a service. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I think like, that kind of goes to show, like you know, what this kind of po- what this podcast does because we don't we don't go for the uh, for the new releases mm-hmm. all the time. We don't go for the ones that are going to get us clicks. We just go for the ones that we enjoy. Yeah. Um and the good ones as well. Mm. Um so like if it, if if that says anything, you know, we're also give we're offering you out a service saying, you know, we've watched this these movies, we enjoyed them, we recommend them. So um if, if you've not seen them, go, go watch them. Yeah. It's we like, we it was know six, what we're talking about. Well, it was 5.99 in HMV. Uh, yeah, I I was the one who bought it because we completely forgot that yeah. none of us had Love Actually. Not Love Actually. Uh, crazy, I do own Crazy Stupid Love, but I was just too absent-minded to bring it in. Yeah. Sorry. So I had to dive into HMV, and I bought it, and I'm glad I did buy it, because I was worried, like, have I just paid £6 yeah. on shit? It's yours now. It's mine yeah. now, and I'm happy. Um. So, yeah. 28 out of 30. 28 out of 30. That's pretty Top good. There. Not bad. Top three, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, like, I... I like you two giving it a ten out of ten, and me giving it eight, may, might come across as me being harsh. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't want that to take away from um, my my opinions of the movie. I did really, really, really enjoy yeah. it. I would fully recommend it. And yeah. it's in the, it's in the good bin. It's like what, like the third best. I rated, think so. Yeah, definitely. Third best rated movie that we've done so far. So uh, yeah. yeah, good on you. And the top three are all indie. So mm. what does that say? about cinema it says that Brad is terrible when it comes to choosing good blockbusters but that's an argument for another day and I think next week I might come with a good one do you sure. wanna, ooh, what a segue, what a segue. <laughs> thank you yeah do you want to hit so, us with it so next week we're starting early it's Christmas it's Christmas it's Christmas uh, so it's Merry Christmas John we're jumping in Merry it's... Christmas Yoko <laughs> that was weird we're jumping in with my crimbo pick we're going with a classic I think everyone's seen it everyone's mum's seen it everyone's grand seen it it's Love Actually. Ooh, and love actually. if you listened to the podcast before, I did accidentally call Love uh, Crazy Stupid Love Love Actually. So I was going to cut that out, but now I can't. Nah, I just keep it in. Why well, not? it's there forever I'm, now. I'm not, I'm not embarrassed of my mistakes. So the next three weeks, we'll see us uh, one pick each. And for the first Sam time ever, gets Sam gets a pick on yeah. the third week. And I'll let, I'll let you know what it is after Callum's pick. Yeah, so yeah. it's a Christmas special for the next three weeks. Uh, we might get festive. We might even put some sleigh bells into the theme music. We probably won't. We probably won't be allowed to. We'll, 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 come, we'll come with uh, jingle bells on our nipples. Yeah. Um, That's us. Sonny <laughs> Joseph with jingle bells. Um, but yeah, any... Have you got hmm. a final question for us? I don't really, but I'll think of one. Okay. So yeah, talk about amongst yourself. What's your favourite um, brand of whiskey? Um, Ooh, um, I'm a fan of the Monkey Shoulder. I've never heard of that. It's a it's a great blend. It's a oh, blended wow. whiskey. Um, every time you go to a bar and you say, "Have you got monkey shoulder?" They go, "Not human." You're all right. <laughs> all right. Um, human shoulders. So, um, I'm gonna go off on uh, movie recommendations, but like you know, keeping in the theme with crazy, crazy stupid love. So, um, like I said, crazy stupid love. It's a good movie to like. It. I think it's imp- it's an important watch. You know, if you want to get a uh, a touch on every like most of the uh, facets that you can touch on on love yeah. uh, so like with this being a rom-com I'd ask you like individually would you say this uh, like what kind of aside from this movie what is your favourite rom-com <laughs> <laughs> Brad I think Great. I need time to think <coughs> so apart from this mm-hmm. just go with it oh for god's sake of course <laughs> <laughs> it's like this it, crazy stupid love and just go with it are like the only ones I've seen God, we need to expand your this is what this podcast is for and so far oh, we have yeah. Helms expanded my horizons it might just instead of being tunnel vision it's going to turn to a point where it's just you're not recommending any movies it's just all Callum it's just going to be Callum yeah <laughs> 
I think I'd go for. I don't know if it's nece- if it's too heavy on the comedy, but uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer. All right, never heard of it. Is that the one with Joseph Gordon-Levitt? It is, and Zoe Deschanel. Mm-hmm. But I hated the end of that film because it was just. Yeah. It was it was so much nothingness after such a build up, and it, I, I shouted at the television at four o'clock in the morning. I don't care what woke up; it was oh. So uh, <laughs> still follows every recommendation for you. Um, as good as it gets, starring Jack Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. I think her name is Hunt. Yeah, we said Hunt. What? I've just remembered. If it's not just good with it at all. My God, I've just remembered a film that I've seen recently, which is a sort of a rom com. Long shot with Seth uh, Rogan. Seth, I, his name got went up my head yeah. there, and uh, Charlie's Theron. Theron. Mm. Theron. But anyway, what uh, film y- that is? But yeah, uh, as good as it gets, starring Jack Nicholson. He's like one of the all-time greats. He plays an OCD man who uh, just trying to get through life, and ha- it's got some of the best quotes ever. Uh, like his his gay neighbor uh, comes to him, asks him to look after his dog, and he says. Go sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. I tell you, I can't tell you how many times my dad has <laughs> has said that to me. God it's, bless. Yeah, it's one. It's my favorite. You know, I haven't seen too many Jack Nicholson films, and I'd you, like to change that. Yeah, mm. we'll we'll change that. We will. Follow us everywhere at Cinejoust. Email us some. No, we won't. We won't be vulgar this week. You know, Christmas is coming up. Email us some festive cheer. Email us your Christmas list for Santa. We won't be able to get you anything, but at least you'll share it. We will decide if you were on the nice list or the naughty list. And We do take bribes. (laughs) And take it from us. You definitely want to be on the naughty list. You naughty, naughty, naughty (laughs) little people. Um, So, yeah, this has been been nice. It's been nice. A nice little, uh, I feel like, well-structured. We had our heads screwed on for this one. Yes. So, next week, Love Actually. Love Actually. Christmas season has started. Samuel, yep. take us home. All right. Thank you for, well, not even enduring this episode. I think this one was pretty tame. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, hope you check us out next week as we cover Love Actually. As always, I am Sam Donnelly. I am the indie fiend. Your indie fiend, Callum Simpson. And I'm the guy who's given Callum Simpson the better rating. Brian Edley. So this is Christmas. Dan, da, dan, da, dan, and dan. what have you done? The near and the dear ones. The old and the young. Have a very, very Christmas. And a happy new year. Let's hope it's a good one. Without any cheers. And so this is one. Is if you Is that John Lennon? John Lennon. I think Yoko goes for it more. All right. Yeah. Merry Christmas, John. Merry Christmas, Yoko. So this is Christmas. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>